So, I guess I'm just going to begin talking as usual and see how it unfolds. That's the joy of the journey. And I think where I'd like to start is at the door, knocking at the door. You know, one of the wonderful things is that every time we sit down to meditate, you've all heard that phrase, knock and the door shall open, <coughs> seek and ye shall find. But it begins with that knocking at the door. But what door are we talking of? We often hear the spiritual door, the tenth door, the spiritual eye, the third eye, all in reference to a certain point in which we begin to access and awaken to the spirit within. When we sit down, just as we have, to meditate, to bring our attention to the divine within, that is the knocking at the door. That is the invitation. But once we knock, we have to be willing to open the door, to open the door to allow spirit to come in, to open the door to allow the spirit of who we are to step out, to step free of the physical body, the physical consciousness. When we sit down and go within, singing that song of loving, chanting the hue, the anahu, or the names of initiation. It is that knocking. Often, the names are referred to as the keys to the kingdom. Those are the keys that as we chant, that open the door. Often we pray and ask and wish for God's guidance, God's fulfillment, that we may experience that greater connection and joy and peace. Hoping, wishing, wanting. Sometimes not knowing that really it's up to us to open that door, to allow God in. There comes a point when we have to stop the asking, stop the wishing, stop the praying, and step forward through that door stepping into the actual experience of God's loving. That's our job, our responsibility. It's up to each of us to do that for ourselves. You can stand at the door as long as you want, knocking for eternity, it may seem. Just know the door is unlocked. The door is unlocked. All you have to do is open it. And often the journey begins simply by opening the door, maybe just a crack, to begin to let that light shine within. Because often as we sit within the physical consciousness, 
in which we call the darkness, what I would rather call it the unknowing, the asleep state. And that when we begin to open that door, we begin to see just a little ray of light beginning to shine within, that it begins to bring that awakening, the knowing, that is the light of knowing, which is simply that light of spirit. So just open that door to the divine. And know it really is as simple as sitting down, holding your attention at the seat of the soul, here at the top of the head. And as you hold that attention in loving with the Lord, that door automatically begins to open because you are doing your part. You are doing the loving. When you give your attention to the God within, the door will open. It's simple. The trick is, it's spiritual. It is not an action of the mind or the emotions that opens the door. It is an action of the spiritual heart, of the soul seeking once again to return, seeking to unite once again in that oneness of loving. That's the knocking. That's the knock that opens the door. But in that is the learning. Through the wishing, the wanting, the mind trying to figure out, the emotions trying to feel their way through, the emotions of the heart. So we may think that sometimes this journey is one of an emotional ride. We may experience, when that door opens, a flood of light, a flood of the emotions as that spirit begins to move in us and through us. So we begin to associate that movement of loving with the movement of emotions. But that's only the beginning. That's only the beginning of the stirring awake as that spirit moves in and through that emotional realm, that we begin to feel, and through the feeling, we begin to wake up and know their greater movement within. Never allow yourself to believe or think that's all it is, that this is it. You've found it, you've made it. Just know it's a continuous movement, and allow that movement to continue moving keeping yourself focused, centered, aware and awake to that inner experience, observing. No attachments, no expectations. It is in that state of observation where we become free and neutral to that which is of the world. And in that neutrality is how we allow the truth of loving to lift us to experience the greater awakening. All we have to do is allow that to unfold. There's really nothing we can do in our own physical consciousness to control or to make any of this happen. But as we hold our attention on that spirit within, that is the key by which we allow that spirit to move us, to awaken us. 
That's why we always talk about simply holding your attention and focus at the seat of the soul. That's all there is to do for the physical consciousness, is to hold that attention on the divine within. And as we do, that's making ourselves available to let go, to let God, to let God within us lift us into that greater state of knowing through the inner experience of that river of life itself. So just know that your job is to knock, but to also open the door, to allow the light in, and for you to step forward, to give permission, to let go of the resistance, to surrender, to forgive. And in the forgiving is the letting go, is the surrendering. And in that place, we begin to sit in the quiet, in the stillness. allowing ourselves to experience, to move, to love. It's always fun to get to this place where it gets quiet, that we begin to get beyond the mind, beyond the wonder of it all, to take the moments of stillness, to tune into that we really know, that we really get what we are seeking. It's always interesting, this process of awakening. There's always the challenge as the mind and the emotions and those things of the world push against us and also as we push against the world from within. But if we allow ourselves that quiet, that stillness, the discipline to hold that inner focus is the way we allow ourselves to begin to move beyond the world, to move beyond the demands, the wants, to move beyond those inner blocks, those points in which we feel stuck, or why me, or why not me, that as you pay attention in meditation, you begin to become more and more aware of what all these things are. But the trick is to stay the course, 
to not allow all these movements to push you around within, but to be patient, to hold your attention inwardly and up on that movement of loving. And when you feel stuck, that you yourself, in your own initiative, begin to move into the loving, singing that song of loving, chanting those names of God. That's the way out. We can open the door, but it's up to us to also keep the door open, day by day, moment by moment. Every time we focus within and move that loving upwards, we keep that door open. We keep the door open and we move ourselves into that greater experience. It is so wonderful when you give yourself the time to hold the attention, to move beyond the mind, the emotions, and the body. It's fun because right now as I'm talking and looking inside, there's a part of me that searches in new ways or new words to describe the process. But always I find myself returning to the simple ways, the simple means, the simple descriptions. Because I know truly when we gather like this and here, that really all it is is holding that inner focus in making ourselves available, even just by listening right now to even the talk. It gives you a place, a focus, to hold your attention, to allow yourself to awaken and know that movement, that the words may help. Even know that as we share and hear, it is a form of meditation. It is a point of focus. Learn to take that with you into your daily practice of doing the meditation, wherever you may be, whoever you're with. Even when we have like the leaf blower out there, the different sounds of the world, distracting or disturbing, in the patience and simply continuing to hold our attention, to lift above and beyond all the distractions is how we give ourselves the opportunity to come into that knowing. One of the challenges if you've been doing this meditation for some time is to stay the course, to continue the meditation, to continue the practice and the focus of living the loving. Especially if you've been doing this for years you start taking things for granted or it's a habit. It starts to become maybe easy. Maybe we begin to get lazy. The challenge is always to return to that inner focus. To know that this is really a lifelong journey. But it can be a journey of ease and grace. It is simply a matter of where we place our attention from day to day, moment to moment.
it's always fun doing this because even during the meditation, I've been feeling a lot of the mind energy. And a lot of my quiet today is just trying to find my way through that. Because as you guys know, we're not here to share from the mind. It's really to share in that movement of loving. But the mind is the process of the world. And I always like to share that. Because I know when I share my own experience, that sometimes it may give insight that you may begin to feel or know that within yourself. And by putting words on that can sometimes assist in awakening to come into that knowing. And that's really all this is, is to come into that greater knowing, to answer the mind, to quiet the mind. But the real key is always back to the loving. Always, always, always back to the loving. So just pay attention what you're doing inside, what you're experiencing inside. See if you find yourself blaming the world or if you find yourself moving into acceptance, knowing that it's a choice and it's up to you how you choose to live within. Do you look at the world of reflection and live the reflection? Or do you look to the world of spirit within and live in the direction, in that inner knowing, in that inner experience? I find myself at a little bit of a loss of words today, but I don't mind that so much anymore because Jim's here to save the day. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe Brian's here to save himself. You know, sometimes I just have to crack a joke because I get too serious too. Because, you know, sometimes I do find myself when I feel the things going on in the mind and emotions in the body that I'm a real feeler. So in those feelings, sometimes I'll really, in the feeling of it all, I'll get distracted. And then I'll try to get serious and holding my focus inwardly on spirit to get out of it. And one of the things, I mean, that's a constant challenge for me today to day. And every day is different. But I know one of the things that as I continue to live each day, that when I can just really move back into a place of acceptance and letting it be okay, all of a sudden the energy starts to flow again. It starts to move. When I find myself getting too focused, too serious, is when I find myself getting stagnant and stuck. Because a lot of that is coming out of judgment, thinking I should be doing it differently thinking it's supposed to be different. That this thing of being responsible, well, if it is up to me, then I've got to do the work. I've got to be the one to get out of this muck and the mire. That's always the thing. I still have to deal with it to this day myself. And it's even more interesting when you're sitting in front of a group and everybody's holding their attention on you. But I'll tell you what, that's also the blessing. Because that blessing for me is to always live that loving, to just share it, to be open. One of the biggest ways that I started giving, getting my own personal freedom to get out of my own fears and fantasies and expectations of myself was to confess everything. You know, confess your sins. That's what I did with Jim. When I moved here, we'd talk and I'd 
all these things I'd feel ashamed about, all these things I'd feel judgmental of myself, those things that when I'd go into my meditation, that would stay in the way, that would block me from experiencing that greater inner knowing of loving. When I just couldn't seem to get beyond those things in my meditation is when I would do confession. Because as I was able to do the confession, just freely admitting and sharing and being honest with those places within me where I experienced shame or guilt, suppression, lack of freedom, when I could begin to acknowledge, give voice to what that was inside of me, is where I began to experience a greater freedom. And then I got on this roll where I was like, okay, I want to confess everything. And then I started being really open with a lot of people. Well, then I learned a lot of wonderful lessons in that process. I learned that maybe not everybody is available or wanting to participate and share in such an open, honest way. But you know, that was a great lesson. I'm glad I did it. And I may, I may even do it again. But you know, those reminders are always nice. I look more carefully now. I listen more carefully. I let the wisdom of experience lead me. But you know, in that process is where I learn there's really no mistakes. There's really nothing to judge. That's where I really learned it's all okay. That's where I learned acceptance, was when I could really acknowledge and confide and be honest, truly with myself, even though in the beginning I did it with Jim. But in that process of doing outwardly is where I learned it is simply a matter of being honest with myself in a way to forgive and to move into acceptance to truly let it be okay and to love all these things within me. And I'll tell you what, one of the nice things in that is that as I could do that with myself and for myself is when I began to be able to do that with and for other people. Truly, if you want to love and forgive others, you must love and forgive yourself. That's the greatest challenge that we all have. Sometimes we may find it so much easier to forgive somebody in the world, but do we find it that easy to forgive ourselves for all of our own judgments, those things that we've called mistakes or errors or wish we would not have done? Those are the things that as you can love and forgive those within you is where you'll begin to experience the greater freedom that's the inner kingdom work. Truly, if you, as you love yourself, that is the soul. It is in that loving that you awaken to the soul of who you are. It's always an inner process of loving self. But make no mistake, the self we speak of in loving is the soul, not the ego self. It's the ego self that would have us believe or want us to believe in a self-centered way, the selfish loving. But truly the loving of the soul is an action of selflessness, 
because the loving of the soul is the unconditional loving, the neutrality, the freedom. The nature of the soul itself is free, is loving. It is loving. That's who you are. All you're doing is discovering who you are. And all we're doing here is giving you the keys and the ways and the means to go about doing that. Back to where I said knocking at the door. That's also the practicing and putting to use the keys and the tools of loving, acceptance, forgiveness, and those sacred names of God. They all work together, the inner and the outer. But do you know it is up to you? It's your responsibility. One way I like to look at it is also to say, it's up to your knowing, your wanting, your desire. Because if you really want it, you'll do it. The enthusiasm will come in. I know a lot of us are challenged in life. And I know a lot of us are not. It doesn't matter what the motivation is. It's really the inner longing of the spiritual heart. Follow that longing because that longing will take you to the source of loving. And know the things we do share in here are simply keys or ways by which you can really awaken to that. That's why it's fun for me being with a group like this and sharing because when I'm on the spot, I've got to perform, right? There is no performance. The performance is simply the challenge the ego feels of expectation and have to, the way the world would like it. But to awaken beyond the world, we've got to be willing to let go of the way the world would like it. When you can let go, you'll get okay with the world. You won't judge the world. You'll let the world just be as it is and know that it's all perfect and know that it truly is perfect as it is, that there's no mistakes, no errors, no coincidences, but it really all is just perfect the way it is. When you can let go and let the world be the way it is, is when you will realize that perfection. Just look in your own lives to see where you judge, to see where you have challenge or attachment within yourself, with others, bosses, co-workers, jobs, whatever the relationship, training your dog, whatever it may be. Just look at all those things that go on within you. So many of us look to a spiritual path to have the big bang, the big ahas, the big awakening. Maybe the spiritual guidance, the direction. What do my spirit guides say? What should I do with my life? Is that really what you're seeking? Or is that just what you think you're wanting to find? Go deeper. What's behind that? Is it really your soul in its greater longing 
to return home once again? Isn't it your soul wanting to be awake and free? But the mind and the personality thinking, if we have everything we want, we have the perfect job or mate, the perfect place to live and house, friends, whatever it may be. How often have we done that? And maybe momentarily experience a happiness. But then after not too long, all of a sudden we get antsy. There's not the happiness. Where did it go? It went inside. But the journey of life eventually brings us around to go within. Because the journey outside is the one that will take us from place to place until we finally realize there's no fulfillment truly in this world. The only fulfillment is inside. In the world of spirit in the loving, in the experience of loving while we're here in the body, simply looking inside to the loving. So give the time to the loving each day through the day. Spend the time in meditation where you have that devoted, dedicated time where you truly let go of the world and hang on to God. Give that time to yourself each day. Just as we share in here, the true meaning of tithing is tithing your time to God, not your money, your time, 10% of the day. Two hours and 24 minutes. Does that really sound like that much? But here's the key. You gotta want it in loving and enthusiasm. If you do it out of obligation and have to, you're going to begin to resent the meditation. Don't do that to yourself. Don't make it a have to. Let it be a want to. Let it be inspired from within. Let the longing and the true desire of loving be your motivation. Be the aspiration that even moves you physically to sit down and go within to hold your attention, to live the loving. So confess your sins. I love that one. I don't know why it kind of makes me giggle. Just know that confession and forgiveness is another way to knock on the door.